Hey, what's up, everybody? It's Ned Bellavance, Ned1313 on Twitter, and welcome to the Daily Check-In for April 16th, 2021. It's Friday. Happy Friday. You made it. You did it, friend. You made it to the end. And now you've got the weekend ahead of you to relax and give yourself a moment to collect your thoughts and and maybe step away from the screens for a little bit or find different screens that are more entertaining than the screens that you're currently staring at. That that seems to be my goal for most weekends is to maybe get outside and also not stare at all the screens all the time. So that's my plan for this weekend. Hopefully you have something equally awesome. Uh, today is a daily check-in and we're going to check in with each other and I just want to reach out to you and see how you're doing because I feel like a few people I've been talking to this week all seem like they're kind of getting burned out a little bit. And I don't know if it's just the time of year, if there's just been a lot of stressful situations this week, if things have come to a head in personal lives, whatever. But I, I, I've been thinking about the amount of things and the level at which I run. And sometimes that is too high. And sometimes you have to back off from things a little bit. There was a really interesting podcast that I listened to recently. It was on Freakonomics Radio, and it was a conversation between Stephen Levitt and Angela Duckworth, and she wrote the book Grit. She's a psychologist, and Grit was really about very successful people, you know, Olympic athletes, those types of people, and a commonality of traits that they tend to have, and one of them is grit. It's the determination to work towards a singular goal, for a long period of time, and those types of people tend to be quite successful because they stick it out. Now, Stephen Levitt did point out that not all pursuits are worthwhile if your ultimate goal is to, I don't know, uh, create deodorant for cats. Maybe maybe dedicating 30 years to, de- to creating deodorant for cats is, it's just, it's like not the thing that you need to do. Uh, maybe creating a better litter box that doesn't smell that might be worthwhile 30 years. But, you know, having a goal is one thing and having a goal that's worthwhile is another. And then they started about talking about goal prioritization and how you can have a whole bunch of goals or projects that you're working on. But ultimately, the sense of accomplishment comes from completing a project that you care about, that you're internally motivated to complete. And As someone who tends to take on too many projects because I have a hard time saying no, I'm also very driven to complete projects because I have that innate thing where, oh, I have this project, well, I have to get it done now. I just, I have that type of personality and I can't do a half-assed job of it. It has to be a full job. So it has to be my full self, my full ass, if you will. (laughs) So what, what ends up happening is I feel split in too many different directions. And it's also hard to focus on things that aren't directly related to the project that I want to be working on at any given time. And as they were talking about these situations in their lives where, you know, they feel distracted or not in the moment because what they really want to do is work on this project that others might find very boring, but they're deeply invested in. And, you know, the thing that they're currently doing is something that should be, you know, they need to be in the moment with, whether it's spending time with kids or sitting on the beach. But I, I like I understand the drive. And if you're the type of person who has that drive towards accomplishing goals, when you are in the midst of accomplishing a goal and that's the thing you want to be working on, 
everything else becomes an interruption towards that goal, whether it's eating, spending time with your kids, spending time with your pets, or even watching a movie that you are otherwise interested in, all of that gets in the way of accomplishing the goal or the project. And so part of it is being able to compartmentalize, to be able to put a project away until tomorrow and have your brain focus on something else. That's hard to do sometimes. Another thing is not overloading yourself on projects that you want to accomplish, but instead doing a triage of those projects. What are the things that I'm most interested in? Because those are the things that are going to bring me the most happiness. And what are the things that I'm least interested in? Those fall off the priority stack. And if you already are committed to a project, I mean, obviously you should, well, I won't even say you should see it through. You should quit. <laughs> that was the other interesting thing was if you're in a project and it is not worthwhile, just, just stop doing it. You can quit. Now, you know, obviously if you've signed a contract to do something or if you're obligated to others, or if there's going to be some sort of severe fallout of quitting the project, then you have to weigh those circumstances and maybe find ways to ameliorate the problem. Uh, if you can pass that project off on someone else, if you can outsource it, or if you can just do an abbreviated version. But ultimately, if the project's not fulfilling and the consequences aren't going to be bad, just quit. There's no rule that says you have to finish every book, that you have to complete every game, and that you have to get to the end of every project. You can quit. That's okay. And just because you've signed up to do something doesn't mean you can, you have to do that thing. I know I've certainly discovered that in terms of running or cycling when I've signed up to do a race and, you know, I get injured. That's, that's a reason to not do it. But sometimes... You just don't want to do it. You have too much going on in your life. When the race comes around, the amount of money you spent on the race is already a sunk cost. And as we all know, you can't get that money. Well, you might be able to get that money back. But assuming you can't get the money back, it doesn't matter whether you actually participate in the race or not from an economic perspective. You've already spent the money. The real question is, are you going to get more value out of that time by not doing the race? because that's not the thing you have time or desire to do, or will you have more personal fulfillment and enjoyment by going and doing the race? That's, that's a decision that you can make, and you can apply that same logic to any project that you're in the midst of right now. So that's what I started doing, and I didn't have this framework necessarily to apply to it a few weeks ago, or, or even more than that, uh, when I started removing these projects that were not as important to me doing this triage. But now that I have the mental framework for it, I have a clearer vision of the things that I do want to do and the things that I don't. And another thing that Angela said that I found was very interesting is most people have a, a, a loftier, high-level abstract goal that they're working towards. And then the projects are a means by which they work towards that goal. Now, what is my overarching goal? What is the thing that I want to achieve or attain? And, and the thing that I want to achieve or attain is providing useful and educational information in a technical forum. I, I want to help people advance their career in the world of technology by educating them and providing good advice. That's my lofty goal. So any project I undertake that does not work in the service of that goal 
is a project that I should get rid of right away. And then I have to get down to what types of educational content do I enjoy creating the most? Okay, that should be on the top of my priority stack. And then everything else falls somewhere in the middle. And when I become time constrained or bandwidth constrained, I just don't have the mental energy to do it. That's the time to remove things from the bottom of the priority stack and push them off and say, I'm not going to do those things. I'm just not going to. And I think that's if you're feeling burned out right now and you don't have the mental capacity to do everything that is on your agenda, your plate, your stack, whatever you want to call it, do some project triage, do some goal triage, figure out the things that are most important to you. What's your overarching goal? What's the thing that you feel drives you? And usually that's the thing that you derive the most satisfaction and happiness from. Whatever that thing is, apply that now to the projects that you currently have in front of you and figure out which projects have the least priority or the least impact on that larger goal and get rid of them. Push them off on somebody else, quit entirely, whatever you need to do, just you know, push it out. It's done. <laughs> and then I think you'll feel a lot better. You'll feel a sense of freedom. And that's what I've started feeling. I feel like I can breathe a little bit more. And that has been my ultimate goal. So for, for those of you that are out there that are feeling that squeeze or feeling that tightness in your chest or feeling of, a bit of oppressed by life and work, do the triage, remove the projects that don't make sense for you, and don't accept new projects. <laughs> don't add new things to the stack just because you think you might have an iota of additional bandwidth because that's how you get into trouble again. And this is as much advice for myself as it is for you, and I will take it that way. <laughs> so that will do it for me for today and for the week. Hey, thank you so much for listening, and I really do sincerely hope that you're getting value out of listening to this daily check-in, even if you're not listening to it every day. If you know someone who you think would benefit from this advice or needs to hear one of these episodes and you want to share it with them, that is awesome, and I fully support that. If you want to start a conversation with me, please, please do reach out on LinkedIn or Twitter. It's Ned1313 on Twitter, and I'm easy to find on LinkedIn, and we'll chat. That's cool. Until next time, stay healthy, stay safe out there, and bye for now.